Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, July the 20th in 2021 on When I Rise. We're currently in year B, proper week 12, which is the ninth Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Tuesdays of the week, we like to take a look at the Psalm text for the week. So the one that has been situated in this week in the Revised Common Lectionary is Psalm 14. So we're going to read all of it, every bit of it. And if you're familiar with the book of Romans, it'll sound familiar to you. So let me read that passage. Provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making this part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and be out together in a time of prayer. Psalm 14. The fool says in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. Their deeds are vile. There is no one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. All have turned away, all have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Do all these evil doers know nothing? They devour my people as though eating bread. They never call on the Lord. But there they are, overwhelmed with dread, for God is present in the company of the righteous. You evildoers frustrate the plans of the poor, but the Lord is their refuge. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When the Lord restores his people, let Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. This is the word of God for us. You know, sometimes it's comforting to be all in the same boat together. Like, have you ever been in a really difficult class and you have a very difficult exam and the very next class period, the teacher comes in and they've got like the stack of test papers and a folder and they kind of look out at the class and they just, they understand that nobody was quite prepared and, and no one did well. And so, you know, you didn't do well, but you're not quite exactly sure if everyone else did. And so there's like this panic that, that you have after the test is over and then you get into that class, you think, oh, this is going to go very poorly. And then the teacher says, um, yeah, no one no one did well on this exam, so we're going to have to figure it out from here. That's what I think Psalm 14 has terrible news, right? Um, first, it, just, it talks about a single person. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. But then it quickly moves from the singular to the plural, like all have become corrupt. Deeds are vile, there is no one who does good. It, it goes even further, like this digs the, the pain even further. The Lord looks down from heaven on all of mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. All have turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. So I'm going to do a thing that preachers do. It's kind of a like low-hanging fruit thing. Like I've checked the original language and all here in the English is all in the Hebrew as well, right? And so like this sounds like bad news. Um, so maybe the silver lining is that like, yeah, it's all bad news, but we're all kind of in this together, right? So um there's a sense that we have to panic because um, as it stands, uh, without a Savior, without God acting on our behalf, uh, we're all in bad shape. Each of us are in bad shape. Because we're all in bad shape, it seems uh, to dramatically move the heart of God. And so what we have is like, this is a, an interesting backdrop. And the book of Romans uh, mentions this passage, right? Where the, the backdrop of the redemption story is that God's world that he loves has turned from him. Uh, we were image-bearing creatures of God, given a task, and we've all defaulted on it. And because of that, we all 
are in a place uh, that God needs to move in all of our hearts. And so we look at the person to our right and to our left, and they need the redemption of God just like we do. And I think this is actually a grace to us because, not about you, but have you ever been in a situation where um, you look at the person to your right and they seem to be doing way better than you at something, and so you heap shame on yourself because of it, right? Like, man, I should be doing a whole lot better. I mean, look at this person. Like, they're doing just fine and I'm not right but then you look to your left and you see that this person is way worse than you are and like your temptation say well at least I'm not as bad as that person well this is where like the gospel is like both hard and helpful news at the same time all of us are in need of God's help and what's good about it is that it appeals away the temptation for us to heap shame upon ourselves when comparing ourselves with another and it, it allows us to escape like the judgmentalism that just never seems to work. It's like a, it's a lame hobby to compare our progress against another person's progress, right? And so here we have it. Like God loves with us. He's looked down upon the earth and he hasn't found a one who is unique from the rest of the pile. Like all of us have turned away from him. All of us need redemption. And therefore Jesus was sent for all of us and that is good news so i pray that you would uh, you and i would read this psalm and yes we, we would like understand the gravity of the weight of where we find ourselves but we also have the grace that come alongside with it which is like god is pouring out grace love fresh new again and again not just for you but also for your neighbor the multitudes of people that you and i will never meet uh, the person that we can't stand to the person that we admire the most that god is reaching out to all of us because he wants to see redemption's work accomplished in all of us. And so may that encourage us today uh, in our own faith journey with God, and also may it encourage us to encounter each person that we have in front of us um, with the same weight, that uh, just as we want God to have mercy upon us, that, we'll, that we want God to have mercy upon them as well. And therefore, we can see each person as a gift in the very portal of where God's grace is entering into the creation and the world all around us. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying along this great gospel theme this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we revel in your grace today. We thank you that even though we all had wandered away, all of us had become corrupt and that we uh, didn't have, have any interest to seek God. That God, you sought us and you included us and there is matchless grace given to us in Christ today. And God, we think of that this transforms us because this allows us to understand um, that we have uh, not gotten here by our own effort or by our own ingenuity. Uh, we've been included in your family because um, you, you just have incredible love for all of creation. And God, we, we think this also helps us to love our neighbor. God, we confess to you that we haven't loved our neighbor. We've loved certain neighbors, but not all of them. But we think of that all of us were in this plight together and all of us are being extended grace. And so God, may we encounter each person, each and every person and all people today with the same expectation of grace that we have, that you would expect, that we expect that you will give to us. And so God, this day, help us to not judge, help us to not heap shame and condemnation, but help us to live as free people. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.